Should have played the video 30 minutes ago. That's nuts. There's no way it was 30 minutes ago. You would have seen it if it was 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Freaking who? Look at I this. Don't know, man. Actually doing year two. This, oh, yeah. This is insane. Uh huh. You destroyed that salad, by the way. I did. That was impressive. Munch, munch, munch. <laughs> that was like recruits in the chow hall tier. Nothing, nothing, quickness. Nothing you can't do if you put your mind to it. Been a long time since I've seen someone eat that fast. <laughs> but we're going to cook on this today's episode. It's muted. Do, 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 do. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to Insert Name Here. It's a podcast about nothing for nobody. If you take it seriously, you're redacted. Let's start the show. Hello, and welcome to Insert Name Here. It's a podcast about nothing for nobody. If you take it seriously, you're redacted. Year two, what up? It's your boy, Doug Bennett. And I'm your other girl, Seth Nacho. Welcome to the fresh new season, baby. Uh, that was really funny, Doug. <laughs> I was really pleased that it was in time or I would have made us restart. Yeah, that would have been pretty funny. Like, the fact that it was actually in time was hilarious to me. But, Turns out you have perfect pitch and perfect tempo. I was a professional musician for a reason. Yeah. You could have gone pro too, but you chose a different path. Yeah, I did. Reasons. <laughs> anyway. Seasons, yeah. Uh, as discussed, this is going to be the season of reviews. Um, what that means for you guys, um, we're going to be reviewing different pieces of content. I do, it could be anything, honestly, because it's about nothing for nobody, okay? Um, If you guys want to follow along at home, just find out what we're talking about. The formatting of episode titles is, you might not want to listen freshly, but it's going to be known in the episode title what we're reviewing, because one, it helps search engine optimization, and then two, it lets you know what's up. Yeah, so so you could maybe, if if you don't want to get spoiled, go listen to it, or watch it, and then come back and listen to our thoughts on it. Absolutely. Kind of something like that is kind of the deal. But uh, welcome to year two. Yeah, welcome to year two. Very exciting. Well, the beginning of year two. It was nutty. I was talking to my mom the other day. It was nutty? I'm I'm just I'm getting to what was nutty. Yeah, but... I was talking to my mom the other day, and when I said it out loud for the first time, it blew me away. I was like, this is officially the largest and longest creative endeavor I've ever undertook. It actually is. So, yeah, that's crazy. Definitely. Same, I think same for me. I usually quit things pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know what we don't quit is having big news of the week. Okay. And it was going nice to be segue. It was going to be fun this week. It was going to be fun. Yeah, it was going to be so, fun. So that makes it sound like it's not going to be fun now. Cuz I was going to get to be like even though I can't afford it, holy crap, Armored Core 6 is finally here. Another FromSoft game. About mechas. It's getting great reviews. The gameplay footage looks freaking sweet. Is it out yet? Yeah, it came out this week. That's why it would have been the big news of the week. FromSoft came out with a mecha game? Yeah, that's one of their Hallmark franchises. Okay. It never took off in the States until Dark Souls took off. 
And now, this is actually the first one that's getting pushed mainstream to Western audiences. Okay. But, um, no, from all accounts, it's freaking incredible. And it looks really fun, too. Okay. Uh, so, hopefully I get to play that. Luckily, it came out for last gen. So, you know, when people start selling used copies of their PS4 discs, let me know. Okay. <laughs> but, um... What's yeah, the no, sad news of the week? It's when I went to check the headlines to make sure... There wasn't anything I should be bringing up. Three mass shootings this weekend. One of them... Only was... three? <laughs> what? You say that, but we've been on a pretty good streak this year. There haven't yeah. been that many. and um, For a while now, yeah. What makes it worth bringing up at all is... One of them is the most racially motivated mass shooting that I've seen in a while. Um... I'm going to not fully quote the black sheriff that did the press briefing, but apparently a quote from the shooter was, I want to get out there and kill beeps. As in... You said beeps. As in N-words. You said beeps. I said beeps. Yeah. The shooter himself. You just said, I want to kill beep. That would have been, I guess, better. But, uh, I think that would have been more understandable. Beeps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, wow, that's very uh, fucked up. Mm-hmm. And then, um... I mean, there's been other racially motivated ones like that. I guess I don't know if you call it a race, but... People went and shot up that synagogue that one time. Was it in Pennsylvania? I mean, that, that oh, I, don't, I didn't know about an American one. I thought you were referencing Christchurch. No, there was, like... They, they went and shot people, like, while they were worshipping. Pretty fucked up. Very fucked up. Yeah, kind of racist. Official stance of the podcast... Bad thing. Yeah, don't shoot people. <laughs> That's just in general. Unless um, in unless in self defense or to protect somebody who's about to be killed. Yeah, can you really believe the words of this black sheriff though? Okay. I'm just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> I'm like I need to I need, I need to say that right now. <laughs> I was just trying that to go on a, good one, though. I was trying to have a funny tangent and then and then I was like, wait a minute, this might come off a little too ridiculous. So yeah. Um uh-huh. And then the other notable one uh-huh. happened in Jacksonville on the anniversary of a shooting that was actually based around an esports event. You remember when? I do remember that kind of. Yeah. yeah. The Madden esports shooting. Yeah, happened literally on the exact day in the same city. So, was it for similar reasons, or like was it they like hate gamers? They haven't gotten to the bottom of that one yet. But yeah. it certainly seems a little planned. It does. So that ended up being seems kind of ceremonial. That ended up being the big news of the week. Wah, wah. That's kind of sad. Minor Honestly. news of the week. Thoughts Some, and prayers. Absolutely. Minor news of the week. Somebody got kicked off of Big Brother for saying the N word. I saw that. I saw that one. That dude said said the N word, but with a not the not with the hard R, and he said it to another white guy. About something stupid in the kitchen, and then they kicked him off because Twitter hates when you say anything. Now, obviously, I don't think you should have said it at all. No, I mean, I think that's a no. That's a no go word. You should never say. So, like yeah. the fact that he said that is like you definitely. Got I don't know if you should get kicked off. But I don't know what the consequences should be, but I mean, you shouldn't say it. If you're somewhere where you're being twenty, that's a just don't say for, it for people like us. 
that's a private word for private times. You know, <laughs> if you really have to say it, um, you should you should have a special pillow that you, that you whisper it into. Don't ever be on recording. Definitely don't be on recording. Yeah, that's like that's like the worst. Like if you, I mean, it's not like the guy necessarily deserved to get. I don't know if he's getting canceled or whatever. I don't know if he deserves to get canceled, but he definitely doesn't. You know, deserve to. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know what to say here. You, you definitely lose privileges. See, there was a guy in the last season of Big Brother that just assumed that all because they so Big Brothers had a lot more diversity quotas. They've said this; it's, it's been proven. They've had way more black well, it's contestants. Network television. So. They, they've had more black contestants, and in this one season, the black people all got together and formed an alliance, which is fine. You know, that's yeah, cool. Prison rules. But then, don't. I'm not going to say that. But in the next uh, season. There were still a lot of black people, and this white guy assumed that they were all working together and said maybe they're working together like in the last season, and then he got canceled because he said that, which makes no sense. That, that, that to me, is not racist. That's just him talking about the game. Pattern recognition. Yeah, that's just stupid. It's like, that, that was stupid to me. Yeah, anyway, cool video yeah. games out, but a bunch of people are dying. That's, yeah. that's your weekly wrap-up. Yeah, that sucks. What, what, any, anything you picked up this week? Uh... Uh, I don't think it's so. Fi- it's fine if the answer is no. Yeah, I don't think so. I think yeah, I think the answer is no. I've been living in a hole. Okay. I've had a lot going on this week. Heard that. Well, uh, ooh, track list, poor favor. Yeah, while, yeah. while I yeah, that's slide easy. into this intro. That's easy. So yes. what we uh, we're taking turns picking stuff to review. That's true. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily. We don't have to take turns, so we you can go twice in a week. Well, we've agreed that for at least the first two episodes, we, we are take taking turns. turns. <laughs> yes, that is very true. And I was very insistent on the first episode being an album that I've enjoyed for a while now because this album came out twenty seventeen. Yeah, and that album is Pink Season by infamous Pink YouTuber Pink Guy. Pink the, Guy. The artist is Pink Guy. The artist is Pink Guy, who is part of the TV Filthy Frank universe, which includes other characters like Pink Omega, and um, is all the concoction. Salamander Man, uh, Chin Chin. Okay. Lots of great characters in that universe. But all the welcome uh, to the rice fields, motherfucker. It's it's a creative universe that's concocted and primarily authored. By what most people know currently today is the artist by the name of Joji. Right. Jo- I tried. I tried explaining that to someone, and they were like, "Who the who's that?" If you're above the age of uh, thirty, you probably don't know who Joji is. Um, and if you're like the age of twenty, you probably do. That's so, kind of where that's at. He's kind of for Zoomers. Yeah. He makes pop music for Zoomers. Well, I would say that he was very well, Joji. Does. I'm just talking about Joji right but now. Yeah. The the creative universe that Filthy that, Frank is older. That, and it, it's that more this came edgy. from very of our era. Yeah, of our I era. Say that. Yeah. But Joji's like kind of pop music for kids. Not for kids, but like, you know, a little bit older. Like teens though, yeah. Teens could listen to Joji and enjoy it. I've heard a few Joji songs that I like, so oh, Dancing in the Dark fucking goes. Oh. I don't really want to swear. <laughs> beep, beep. Give me something. Dude, oh, yeah. Okay, you know. You know the song. It's, we've all heard it. It's all been on TikTok a million times. But just some background 
Yeah. For me, coming okay. into this album... You've never heard it. I've I, heard it before. I had never heard this album until Seth said that we should review it. Um, I knew that... It was fresh to you. Yeah. I didn't really engage in the uh, Filthy Frank content so much. Knew he was edgy. I knew the reputation that this content carried. Um, I knew some of the memes surrounding this cinematic universe, so to speak. Right. I um, I actually didn't really watch him that much. I I watched him like way back in the day, like in 2012, when um, remember the Harlem Shake? Yes. He started the Harlem Shake in a video. He had like these videos he would do, and he started the Harlem Shake in one of those videos. I knew he had a couple famous ones, but uh, I think he started started it. I'm pretty sure he started it. I'm pretty sure that was his original meme. Oh, that's... He used the song and had a bunch of his characters dancing when the, you know, when the boop, 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 when the drop hits. That's actually really sick. And then it caught on like wildfire. I don't think people knew where it came from. Most people didn't know. The, um, my Harlem Shake fun fact. But I mean, his original Harlem Shake wasn't that great though, obviously. Sure. My, my, real quick. Hmm? My Harlem Shake fun fact. I thought your fun fact. The um the children's content creator Blippy. I don't. You've probably heard of him. At least. I, I guess. Yeah. The first thing he ever went viral for was a Harlem Shake video in which he let one of his fr- friends eat his diarrhea explosion. Like that, sounds, that was that was the beat drop. That sounds do, like do the Harlem Shake like his, and then he shat in his friend's mouth. Like actual diarrhea. Yes. That can't be on camera. <laughs> It didn't get posted to YouTube. It still went viral. The link got passed around, dude. That sounds fucking disgusting, dude. I've yeah. seen it. It is disgusting. Yeah, I don't... I didn't want to hear that. You officially <laughs> ruined my day. <laughs> you have officially ruined my entire... That's disgusting. You're welcome. I'm... No. I'm not happy about this. Don't tell me I'm welcome. Why would you share that information with me? Oh my god. If I have to know it, so do you. I didn't want to know it. <laughs> God. And excuse with me, that, excuse me, listeners. <laughs> and with that perfect transition, yeah, we're gonna slide into album discussion. Fucking great. This is dude. Pink Season. Okay. By artist Pink Guy. Yeah. Before we get into like going track by track, oh, I'm still grossed out by that image, bro. That's disgusting. <laughs> I just want to talk about some overall themes of the album. Okay. First off, this album is horny as fuck. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you probably did. There's a lot of stuff about sex in this album. Very much so. Gay sex and straight sex. So it's inclusive. I mean, in terms of gay sex, yeah. It's not inclusive of lesbians. It's not inclusive of trans. <laughs> it is definitely inclusive of gays, though. <laughs> there's a whole album called. There's a whole song called "Gays for Donald." Where you can be gay, racist, and love Donald Trump. But um, I would say this album's very, very horny. Uh, I would say most of the songs are bangers. There's a few that aren't bangers, but most of them are bangers. Like they've all got sick beats and they've all and they and pretty fun, catchy choruses and stuff. Okay. Um. So there's the there's like the horny element. There's like an element of violence. No, very, like very gang much. violence. Yes. Um, I had, there's an element of being bullied and feeling sad. Uh, 
Why are you laughing? I'm it's, just it's, describing well, it. It's just funny, like, how much of that is, like, I'm, like, already thinking back, oh, this comes up in my notes. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Uh, there's, what, there's, like, an element, uh, you know, man, there's just a lot. There's a lot going on here. There's how many tracks on this thing? 33? 36. Is this 33 on my thing? It was 35 on I listened on YouTube. Was, so. was there an extra song? Was the extra song on there? Maybe. I mean, track 34 was just the hook murder skit. So, no, that was that's track 32 on here. You might have a you might have listened to a different version, bro. All right. I guess we'll find out. But uh be inspired at the end is pretty funny. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. We'll have to get into it. Okay. Um before we get started, do you also want to talk about favorites and stuff like that or do you want to just go into it and then talk about favorites? I kind of just Go into it. I, I wanted to approach this kind of the way I wrote down the way I wanted to approach the episode. So you'll see my peaks and valleys of enjoyment. And okay. One, one thing that came up a lot in the notes is what makes the playlist and what doesn't. Like, okay. Like things that I would throw sure. in. Sure. And there's also a weird element of pedophilia in this album. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, there's one song where he's like, I'm not a pedophile. And there's another song where he's like, I am a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy fuck. I mean, I guess, you know, anyway, let's start with the first track, Hot Nickel Ball on a Pussy. Yeah, so my notes for this one, <laughs> I was not sure what I was getting myself into at first. Yeah, the song gets you fucking, it jumps you in head first. So... My main note for it was, it's an interesting exercise in repetitions and sonic textures. Like, well, okay, you are reviewing this like a, what the fuck? It, it gets less serious as this goes okay, on. Okay, thank God. Even if there's more words later on in the document. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, there is something about the phrase, hot nickel ball in a pussy. And the way he says it and repeats it, like... Yeah. You know, the beat is it's, sick. It's sonically interesting. This is one of the better beats on the album. Um, I think most of the beats are good, honestly. But yeah, and, that's and, my opinion. And the bit is good. It's a banger bit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like he's like, I just want to see a hot nickel ball on <laughs> I think I think it's a great it's a great introduction into the album to make you go, oh fuck, this is what this is. And uh, especially if you're gonna listen, starts to you it off horny. Back. Starts you off horny. I don't like the term axe wound. I don't like that. Coin slot is like a little rough, but axe wound is horrible. It's up there with my least favorite ways to refer to a woman's vagina. Yeah. I think we're going to take a quick detour here. Uh-huh. My least favorite way to refer to a vagina is gash. Gash? Yeah. What is, what's yours? I don't have a least favorite. I'm fine. You've never thought about it enough to have a least Snatch favorite. Snatch is pretty fun. You know, but I don't really, I don't really have like a least favorite now. I don't really mind them. I mean, I guess axe wound is pretty rough. I don't like that one. <laughs> okay. The wound that never heals. Mm. Brother, I don't trust anything that can bleed for a week and not die. Good lord. Now we just sound feminine, uh, sexist. <laughs> um, We're making fun of sexism, by the way. No, you don't need to say that. Also, if you take this seriously, seriously you're redacted. Uh, are you serious? The next track. So I thought this one was pretty. You know, it it passes the bar. Um, I wish I would have written down more details, but I recall in my notes that he subverts what rappers normally brag about 
on this track. <coughs> right. Like, like and he's in a very hype way talking about things that other people would be ashamed of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Oh, my business. Yeah, this song is, uh, it's just, it, it's, it's one of the more, like, actual rap tracks on this album that isn't a funny meme song. It's more of, like, a real song. And um, it'll come up again, but that was one of the more jarring things about consuming this product, was that it gravitates so quickly between, here's a funny haha, and then here's something that we actually put effort into. But, like... I'm talking in terms of musical quality. I think it's on this song where he says, we want a Joji album. We want to... And he's like, yeah, well, this is music too. No, that's much later. That is much later? Okay, album. my bad. Oh, my bad. Uh-oh. Anyway, they, they, there's a part where he says that, right? Like, he's yeah. like, you can't differentiate between funny music and good music because it's all music that he put his effort into. And I think that that should be said for all these songs. I think they're all... Um, have effort into them. But the the jarring aspect is the it's it's like this we could up our production quality but this is still an artistic choice this is still a podcast that we fucking care about so I don't consider it any less art for the production quality what's jarring is it switches levels a lot right okay because the next song immediately after that is I have a gun. <laughs> A track three. Where right? you at, homie? Where you at? <laughs> where you at, homie? <laughs> so this is where it really takes off in terms of like we're no holds bar. I think I, all of these songs at the beginning are fucking bangers. So I liked the banjo a lot. That, oh, that, the banjo. Re- that really made the beat slap. Um, Wait, are we talking about a different song now? First hard R of the album. Yeah, that see, that's the wrong. They, that track's eliminated on this on this uh, album on Spotify. Okay, you're thinking of White Is Right. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll go skip ahead. that. Skip that track. That track is not on Spotify for a reason. <laughs> All right. Well, it's still on YouTube, so I'm just gonna read off my little bullet point. Okay. Here. So banjo and the beat slaps. Yeah, the banjo and the beat is good. First, Heart. I fuck my sister. Then I fuck my mom. Goddamn. Hard R and F slur is wild. Uh, it's a good parody of what has probably been a real person at some point. Was really uncomfortable with the incest. Um, I'm so, from the south, and I'm really fucking stupid. <laughs> I can't read. So you've been talking about. Like the, I have a gun is the one I'm talking about. Yeah. I found Is that to, track four for you? Yeah. I found it to be This one is um this one's about the violence. So remember we were talking about this album's very horny. I would say the first two songs have elements of horniness, and this third track, or for you the fourth track, is an element of violence. Right. Um, Y'all aren't ready for this one. Is the is the beginning words. Right, right. And I think that that really summarizes that you aren't ready for this one. So this actually plays into the comment on the fluctuations of audio quality Mm -hmm. because it parodies a lot of, like, American drill music. It also parodies American gun culture and the fact that school shooting comes up a lot in our society. I think it makes his point really well, and it, it couldn't do that. If the audio quality wasn't lessened, so. I mean, he's just kind of talking the, through a filter or whatever. That was immediately a perfectly an example of 
what I meant by I believe it's an artistic choice. Like it's is a, it? Yeah. It's not a dig to talk about audio quality. Yeah, yeah. I just killed a whole family. Don't fuck with me. Yeah, dude. This this song is just like it's a it, it's about having a gun. Yeah, for using it. And using it. Where are you at, homie? Where are you at? It wasn't a fun listen, but competently produced, I think. <laughs> it wasn't a fun listen. It's pretty fun. I don't know. Uh, next track for me is Nickelodeon Girls. Say what you want to Dan about... Dan Schneider. Say what you want to about this one, but it's hard to stomach even as satire. We Wait, all, really? Yeah, we all have our own personal hard lines. I don't like joking about child abuse. There's clever lines here and there. Wait, you joked about child abuse? Oh, yeah, the beat goes. But I would skip this one literally every time I'd Wait, what do you, what do you, he jokes about child abuse? He's telling Dan Schneider to bring back the supposed teenage girls. No, the girls that are older. He said all the girls that he sexualized are all in their 20s and 30s. Disclaimer. Yeah, but he's sexualizing people who are characterized as teenage oh. girls. I guess, yeah, but I think the idea is that the idea is that nowadays they're using actual teenage girls, and he doesn't like that. You know, I think that's the idea is that he I, wants someone who's older. I could revisit it with that perspective. Maybe my opinion would be changed. I think that's the whole point of the song. But uh, like he said, bring all my bitches back. All the bitches, all the new shit you put out is whack. You know what? Maybe I wasn't listening close enough. Like I guess technically they are characterized as teenagers. You're right, like iCarly or whatever. But the idea is that the girls are older than that. They're actresses. So, sure. he, can, so he can think that they're hot and be appropriate. <laughs> you know? Like, you know, like in like teenage movies, they'll put like a 20-year-old actor as like the teenage person? Oh, sure. Just because she looks 12 doesn't mean she's not a 12,000-year-old dragon. Okay, that's not... I'm not talking about anime right now. That comes up later. <laughs> that comes up later! I'm just telling you how I approach this. Right. You, you no, I'm explaining. I'm showing you my side yeah, what yeah. I, of how I understand the song. A very relevant is that, point. Is that he wants it to be like Zoe 101 to be a 20-year-old something so that he could watch it with his hand on his dick. And I mean, you know, whatever, man. I, I, don't, I would never beat off to a sitcom. Except maybe that one episode of How I Met Your Mother that has Katy Perry in it. Because her tits look really good in that episode. Yeah. Have you seen I'm, that episode? All I'm, all I'm gonna say is, uh, don't ever ask me about. I'm ca- I'm don't su- ever ask me about Seinfeld. I'm surprised they never brought brought up feet because Dan Schneider loves feet, right? You know, like in all of his things, he likes to put. He was the feet. one that pushed for that, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of like the um, Quentin Tarantino of television. Loves his feet, you know, but he didn't mention that in the thing. So, but uh, anyway, I think the beat slaps. The song is 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 also like I feel like it's more. I guess it's a joke song, but it sounds... It's got better production on it than I Have a Gun, obviously. Right. But, yeah, okay. I mean, I can understand where you're coming from. I'm going to point out that I did, in fact, note that the beat goes, but I would skip literally every time. Yeah. I just... I don't know. I think I think that... I think you were off on your understanding of it, I feel like, in my opinion. Because just because... I mean, you know me, I, though. That's something I'm passionate about. Yeah, it is about. something you're very passionate about. But I just think... I don't think... I don't think he's trying to necessarily sexualize a teenager. He's trying to... Have a twenty-year-old that he can look at while watching a show and getting laughs, I guess. But still, it's still weird. It's still fucking weird. Yeah, like I mean, I agree with you. Like it's not the most appropriate. Um, but that's this whole album. Right. This whole album is supposed to be inappropriate. Um, the next song, "Shut the Fuck Up," 
is one of the like the singles off this tra- album. Honestly, I feel like it, I feel like everyone's heard this song. This one transcends the album. Yeah, like, I think most people have heard this. It's one of the best audio memes of all time. You know, the rest of the track doesn't really, to me, like it functions better as a single than being part of this album. Um, the only problem I have with it is like. It should have either leaned more into traditional instrumentation because it starts with acoustics mm-hmm. and then it mixes in the electronics. Then it goes, it, it's in that beat. So it it could have been better served as a song to go one way or the other musically. But um, no, the content of this one is very fun. One of the best memes of all time. Uh, the line about, I hope you get Zika when your wife is pregnant is delightfully evil in like the best and funniest way. I, I can't have enough good things to say about this song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how how like, evil it th- is. This one's good. Yeah, nobody oh, even wants you here. Sort of a philosophical point. It also describes a specific feeling that I think a lot of us have felt or wanted to tell somebody. Right. I think that's the point, right? That it's supposed to be that, like, this, this song leans into the violence, but it's not really violent. It's more about just verbal violence i guess like you know shut the fuck up you stupid you know <laughs> yeah yeah so um I, yeah it's like a it's like a feeling that you felt like when you've been really annoyed by something it gets a little edgy with the darkness of it this whole album of course is edgy because i mean this is from the edgy guy on youtube the last one of the last edgy guys honestly listening to this i realized that he was probably the last for the rest of un, unless the pendulum swings he's going to be the last creator who was that edgy i mean this is the um the same year as uh, someone said something on a bridge so i'm just saying this is when everybody was kind of edgy yeah. gamer word second yeah. time it's come up this pod yep yeah. didn't want it to come up the first time that song isn't supposed to be on the track anymore <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah uh shut the fuck up is uh I, I, the melody's good. The like, I think the beat drop's cool. I like it. Yeah, yeah it hits like a like an eight oh eight and a little. Boop. So I think that's cool. It's it's a taste thing. Yeah. Um. Next up, it hits you with a with a real different vibe. Gaze for Donald. I found the subject matter to be low bar. Yeah. Uh, one thing I really liked in the track was the Richard Gear reference, where he talks about the hamster in the yeah, the the for any audience member that doesn't know, hamster in the anus. It's well, he a, says, it's a myth about Richard Gear. He that, said guinea pig or gopher. I'm pretty sure in the song. It is yeah. clearly a Richard Gear yeah, reference, and yeah. Richard Gear was mythed to have shoved a hamster in his ass. South Park made fun of it. Plenty of people made fun of it. One could argue that it was the breakout moment of the Come Town podcast. He said, um, where "Put they a finger in it. your asshole, and if you if you go for broke, we can go for two. But um, but yeah, this song I think it's respectful to Donald. I think that he just wants to lick him head to toe, but I don't have to go near the butthole. You know, he doesn't necessarily. He's, he's getting. He's getting. He wants Donald to give him consent. The, uh, the but." The beginning of the song's pretty rough because he gets pretty racist. So that 
was one of the more off-putting things, but one of the notes I put was this is one of the more well-produced tracks on the album. You think it's one of the most well-produced? Okay. More well-produced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not... I'm going to feel like we... You're probably going to get tired of me harping on this, but I... That's uh-huh. that's half my notes. Is what? Which song is the beat. better quality or not? Yeah. Okay. What about the content of the song? The content of the song is it just low bar? You you just enjoyed the Richard Gere reference. You didn't enjoy the him asking Donald, Donnie, and, that watch doing nothing for you. <laughs> not particularly funny to me. Yeah, the accent that he does in that song is pretty wild, isn't it? Props to the accent. That, you like that accent? That went. That was good. Okay. Um, the next song for me is I Do It For My Hood. I felt like, assuming that we're still at the same place in the track list, yeah. um, there was also, there was almost something Kanye West-esque about the feedback and auto-tune on the vocals for this one. It's the one that starts with the bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. I do it for my city. I do it for my hood. Yeah, I too, yeah. I too would do it for my fish. Yeah, he, he also says, I, I, I don't wear a condom because I want to repopulate my city. So, I mean, I, he's really doing it for his hood out here. Yeah, I think this is one of the top ones for me. Not that I would re-listen to it, but as an artistic statement, it hits the perfect pocket between satire and parody like it's it's really well done as a work of art so this one isn't necessarily really horny or violent it's kind of just like that it's trying to make fun of that song that's like that Mm -hmm. like there's other rap songs that are like that like i do it from like do it for the city kind of thing like representing whatever something like that drake would make about toronto or something but instead of it being about something legitimately serious it's about just, I guess his reproductive rights. But did that and like his fish and his whatever, you know, yeah, so. That one, yeah, that one's pretty silly. But it, it's like, in, it's in a good way and it hits, it, it's musically uh, fun to listen to. Um, the next track is, is Please Stop Calling Me Gay. I touched a willy in high school once and it was just a little mistake. Okay, alright, so I'm going to pull up my own track list just so that I don't have to keep questioning it, Okay. but these notes match this. Uh, I found it very funny because the level of the quality of the track versus how much effort and butt-hurtedness the character... <laughs> yeah, the character's very butt-hurt. <laughs> He's like, if I was gay, I would I would have fucked a dick, but you're wrong. I love fucking that pussy. <laughs> you know, like, that's what he says. Yeah, like, like if that character was a real person... That is absolutely a real track that they would make. So it's a very funny joke track. Uh-huh. NFM, but good job on that one. I think that this one and I guess Gays for Donald are the first two tracks about being gay. Like the gay sex I was talking about. They're both part of the horny echelon though. You know what I mean? Okay. It's right there, isn't it? Oh, yeah, you're right. Good, Good get. What's your track list? Let's see. Oh. Yeah, the flight is right on there. Yeah. So she's so nice. Yeah, she's as nice as next. But before we get into she's so nice, I'm just saying, please stop calling me gay. It's very funny to me. 
<laughs> the fact that he's like so upset about being called gay. Like it's not that big a deal. But yeah, so you either know. are or you're not. It I think matter. you identify with it. It, like it, it, it doesn't matter if you get called it. <laughs> you either are or you're not. Maybe he touched it in high school once, but it was just a little mistake. <laughs> anyway. Alright, yeah, so we'll go to She's So Nice. She's So Nice was really popular on TikTok uh, a year ago or so. Uh, there was, like, girls doing the thing where it's like, yeah, I fuck her in the tits. <laughs> and then I, she gets on my shirt and suck my dick. <laughs> and then, like, you know, like, it's it's very horny. This song's very horny. But it's about the woman being nice enough to let him fuck her. That's, like, the thing. But then he, when he's describing the sex, he's talking, like, crazy. He's like, oh, and then, like, and, like, the chorus is so sweet, you know? But then the the... The verses are like fucking, you know. Yeah. It's like um, it's like mythical or whatever his name was. Myth, myth mystic? I can't remember his name, the rapper from the nineties. I think mystical. Mystical, but, maybe. But um now apparently I had nothing else to say about this one other than this one goes on the playlist, no other comment banger. Yeah, yeah. You see, yeah. Even TikTok agreed with you, so yeah. This one, this one's uh, pretty good because like the chorus and the and the verses are very different. It's kind of crazy, but it's a, it's about the woman being nice. She's so nice because she lets him do this stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. The next song is, is a silly one. Do you have it up Please next? Touching, touching my, my Willy. Willy. Yeah. I'm very very angry. <laughs> I'm going to tell the teacher. Like that with this this song's clearly just a joke. It's not really a song. It's just kind of like a ver- like a skit with music. Um, um so half <laughs> of my note was just literally the quote that you just did. Yeah. And then the other half of the note was me realizing that this is probably the content creator that my name Jeff came from. Oh, yeah, that's in the song, but I don't think so. I think he just inserted the meme. Cuz yeah. you know my name Jeff is from 21 Jump Street. I guess it's 22 Jump Street, the second one. I didn't Cause, know cause that. Because he, because he, the guy, he's like, "What's your name?" And he's like, "My name's Jeff." Because <laughs> he, because he doesn't know how to have a Spanish accent. Okay. Anyway, he might have made it more popular. But... He, he included it in this song, but yeah, this song is just a silly little, little silly little thing about don't touch my will, you guys. I'm, I'm gonna call the tell the teacher on you. <laughs> and I mean, this, I think it, I think this is part of the him getting bullied, depression, and the gay stuff that we're gonna see later. There's another song. I'll say this is one of the few meme short ones that I would go back to and or not skip. Yeah. Like, the beat bops, the subject matter is lighthearted enough to be enjoyable for a re-listen. Okay. The next song I is have, depressed and horny. Yeah? No, I have uber pussy. Yeah, that's online. it. Yeah, depressed and horny. Oh, you were describing the vibe. Yes. Okay. Of uber pussy. Yeah, I thought the intro was banger. Um, Hello. Yes, taxi. <laughs> I'm on the prowl for pussy. So one of the th- things yeah. that I dialed in on with this track is that there is a lot of racism on this album. And this is the first time that Indians or Pakistanis get included in the racism. So that's sick. Let's be as racist <laughs> to many people as possible if we're going to be racist at all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If we're going to be racist at all. I feel like this one wasn't that racist. I guess it was, but it, I didn't see he it. He does the whole thing in Indian voice. I mean, he does, but like, you know, he's like, he's like, I was recently divorced and I'm very, very sad. And that's the second part of my note. 
Um, also, it's facts that divorce is sad. Yeah, he's, I he's, personally know. Yeah, but he's 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 like fucking depressed as shit on this album, on the song, and he's just like out there looking for pussy to make himself feel better, you know? Right. But for some reason, the song takes place with him getting a taxi ride to go to find the pussy. And it also has that, like, Indian song to it. Like the... And it has that woman going... And then he starts, like, screaming into the mic. But I would say that it does have that kind of Indian flair to it. So I guess you're right, like, that it's targeted kind of there. But it's not... I don't... I didn't... I guess it was... Like racist in the fact that I guess it uses the accent, but I personally draw the distinct. There's there's regular racism, which is just engaging with stereotypes. Yeah, and then there's hateful racism, which is being mean because of said stereotypes. Right. I mean, obviously, this is all jokes. All of this album is jokes. He's not like actually racist. I was just glad that he included the Indian bros. Yeah, you're just glad that they got a shout out in there. Yeah. Because next up is the is the Japanese bros. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the title of this says. Yeah, it, it's, it's only, in Japanese. It's only published anywhere in, I believe, is, is that called kanji? Hiragana, I don't know what, what letters it is. Okay. I, I don't know. But I do know what he says in the song, because I understand the words. Gotcha. Um, but it's all about sex. It's all about him wanting to have sex and that wet vaginas sure. are the best. This is this is where the horniness comes in. The horniness comes in hard on this one. But um, whether or not you engage with that subject matter, um, one of the best produced tracks on the entire album. This Agreed. is the, this Agreed. is the first time on the album that I rate an individual song a ten out of ten. It's a freaking bop. Is that going on the way. playlist? It's going on the playlist. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's uh it's definitely super horny um we got we got a bunch more to go through dumplings um i thought the non-traditional instrumentation was fun it definitely fit the vibe of the song um yeah it kind of has like that sounds like you're in a kitchen <clears throat> yeah you might expect subversion here but this is literally a song about cooking and also sex but it is technically about cooking as well. Yeah, it so is. It it fits the vibe. It's a get on my face with that beef shit. Welcome mm-hmm. addition to the track list. Um, and this is one of those songs where it like jumps from being funny to serious. Like, it, like I, I say serious, but you know what I mean. Like one of those ones that you're like, oh, this is this song is like legit. Right. Like he's rapping on this song. This is you know. Uh, next up is Meme Machine. Yeah, I think if you stole my memes, then you owe me. One of the classic lines from that one for me. You owe me a fresh new pair of memes. Um, Makes a point. I think this song would have went a lot harder if it came out today. You think Um, so? Okay. I mean, memes were big back then, too. Listening to it from a time machine perspective, I found it mostly unremarkable. But, um... But, yes, like, the idea is that what the fuck has happened to us in the internet? That's like the idea, right? He has a line about that in there. Yeah, um, you know, I'm a motherfucking meme machine. <laughs> Without memes, I will die. Uh, next up is Hand on My Gat. Is that yours? Yes. This song, uh, at the end, it has like a really long silence for me on Spotify. There's like minutes and minutes of silence. 
That is bizarre. Yeah, it is bizarre. Because the song's pretty short. This song's about not trusting the government. Yeah, the actual content of the song itself, I think, is pretty insightful. Because I definitely got the non-government vibes as well. But my takeaways from it were... It seems really generic and formulaic now, just because so much of the rap music that came after it fits the same formula. But if there's that much music that has come after it that fits that formula, you kind of got to wonder if Pink Guy was actually a trendsetter. Ah, okay. But uh, the the actual themes that he's talking about... Yeah, I'm always gonna rip somebody who's anti-G. Next up is Dick Wet. I thought it was a great bit. Yeah, just funny. Just a good guy's Dick Wet in the shower, and now he wants to get wet again. Yeah, he's a horny guy. Great, great bit. Yeah, it's a short one. Next up is Flex like David Ike. Shouts out to my boy David Ike. Yeah, he got a mention on the Pink Season album. Yeah, it shouts out also to War Mode for putting me on to David Icke to... Oh, yeah. Well, he's the Ancient Aliens guy. Yeah, to be to be even willing. And sh- this song is your shit because it talks about conspiracy theories all the time. Yeah, this is another one that goes on the playlist. Yeah. And then after that, what is High School Blink-193? Funny that they changed the number. Yeah. But, uh... I said feels relatable honestly yeah it kind of hits that like it hits that spot where you're like damn bro that's what they called me in high school and uh great execution on the parody yeah meet me after school (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was that one it 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 just feels like it's a parody of like what blink 183 songs are just dumb shit for teenagers about what they hating school you want to run that number back this one's Blink-193. I'm saying okay. the actual... What's the band called? Blink... Blink... You you got it. You got Did it. Did I say it? Blink-183? Is that wrong? That is wrong. What is it? It's Blink wrong. what? You... No. What is it? I'm not going to condescend to you. No, tell me I what the I just want you to get it right. I, I'm not going to get it right unless you tell me. Seth is Blink-182. Blink-182. Okay. Damn, dude. I forget. I, like, I don't listen to that band that much. I don't know. I've never... That band's never been one of my bands. We went to Warp Tour together. You should be ashamed. I didn't listen to them. We didn't go see them. I saw yeah. Jake, the the ska band. You know what's crazy? Uh, they, uh... Yeah. My, my youngest sister, who's basically 10 years younger than us, she's seen Blink-182 in concert. Good for her. Good for her. I'm jealous. But, uh, yeah, so I think it parodies that genre very well. And then, oh, yeah. so well done. And it's a very relatable song. <laughs> uh, Rice Balls is another, like, one of those serious kind of songs. I buckled into my fucking chair when I got to this one. Super well done. Just beautiful music. Um, specifically, I really appreciated that they started including Barry Sax into the production. Oh, yeah, that saxophone? Yeah. Um, the the fax machine line fucking goes. Um, I have this line here where I say, I really enjoy whenever he trots out the aggro rapper persona. Imagine if he went the same career direction as Rich Brian. Could have been something totally different than the Joji we got today. Oh well. 
But yeah, no rice balls. It's a playlist, right? All right. Uh, next up for me is Dora the Explorer. Immediate skip. Yeah, absolutely cannot co-sign this in any way. Yeah, you hate that. Couldn't even listen. As soon as I saw the lyric sheet, I was like, "We're not listening to this." I'm not even going to elaborate because you can probably guess why. Yeah, this is this is this one's a little gross, but it is just a joke. A little, yeah. a little. Well, she's little, you know. <laughs> you found the one way that I can honestly laugh. Thank you. All I'm saying is he's technically kind of right, but like in Australia, they ban this shit. So, you know, who's wrong or who's right, you know? It's not, um, a, de- it's not a debate I want to have. And definitely a sure. contradiction to what he said earlier in uh, Nickelodeon Girls. Mm. SMD, suck my dick. I mean, um, just, you know. Yeah, it's just of its era, very well produced, kind of horny, kind of dated. It's funny. Yeah. We fall again was just kind of like a nice little breather. What do you have some else in between? Oh, <laughs> uh, we do have to talk about this. I was so excited to talk about. I, was, this. I didn't. I didn't have that one. What is that? All right. <clears throat> the YouTube listing for this is called. <laughs> Yeah. Dog Festival Directions. Yeah. <laughs> it's this guy explaining about how a white guy travels to China to attend a festival that is about eating dogs. <laughs> it's very matter of fact. Um, it's funny. Just... Because of how absurd it is. <laughs> okay. I, I, I don't know if I can keep it together to talk about it. Yeah, let's... Get, I don't go have check it one. out on YouTube if you want to. Uh, but I enjoyed it for the silliness of it. I don't think or hold stereotypes against Chinese or other Asian peoples that they... I don't assume that they eat dogs. There right. are cultures out there in the world that do eat dogs. I don't assume that anyone eat dogs based off their ethnicity. Okay. What uh, the fuck? Yeah, we fall again was very like a breath of fresh air. It felt very different from most of the other songs. It was just kind of soft and acoustic. Absolutely. I said this telegraphs the Joji era and it gives me Mac Miller vibes. There's another song that comes up in just a minute here that's also kind of like that. Uh, but next up is Club Banger 3000, which is a real club banger. Hey, hey, hey. You know, that was, that, like, I'd listen to that in a club. I said, my note was, would use this as my UFC walkout because lols. <laughs> um, <laughs> UFC walkout. The next song is the one I was talking about, Help. It's acoustic for the most part and kind of like a different kind of vibe than most of the album. But it's also very funny. It's also depressed. Right. I found it relatable. I compared it to an indie band. I said it sounds like a more aggressive freelance Wales. And um, I mean, my criticisms here, the vocals are a little twee and they don't really fit the rest of the project. This is what I meant when I said earlier, the back half of this track's kind of 
the back half of this project kind of starts to get messy. I think it's awesome. Because <laughs> the next song is Hentai. And I love this one. Is it not the same one for you? No, it is. Okay. I, um, I, I said right back to the memes. Yeah. Probably one of the best meme tracks. Though. I think this might be one of the, my favorite tracks on the album. And on this one, I like the switch up. And I compared... Yeah. I it com- goes into the acoustic. Yeah. I did compare the... Uh, it was so much of a joke on the switch up that I compared the ukulele bits to uh, Colleen Ballinger. Like she's like he's apologizing? Well, that came after. Yeah, I'm saying that's maybe... Maybe she's <laughs> stealing the pink guy vibe. No way. But yeah, I, I think this one is... Um, this one's definitely awesome as a meme song. Like, it's short. It's a joke. But it is... Quite hilarious. I think it's quite funny. Uh, maybe that one last part he says isn't super funny. Not like in the not in the like the ukulele bit. The last part before the ukulele bit. But I mean, it's kind of true though. Uh, Small Dick, another funny, awesome song to me. I think the song is super funny. I mean, it gets a little racy at the end, but I love the part where he sounds like he's Cleveland from Family Guy. That literally one of my notes. The the Cleveland bit saves it. I don't like fetishizing people for just how they look. Right. So I was uncomfortable for a lot of this track. But you have to be—he's characterizing a guy, though. He's—he's not—he's. This isn't like his actual views, right? You know, or if you take it seriously, redacted. But like, it's a bit that you don't that you don't think is funny. I'm just telling. Yeah, I'm just telling you how I felt. What about the first half of the song before it gets into that? Awesome. Like where he's like, I got a seven inch dick. I, I'm I, ashamed. I I was rocking out. It it's funny to talk about literal dick lengths. It starts to get weird when you're like, when you're like, a black guy can do it. Oh yeah, all black guys have massive penises. That's that's, that's weird. Yeah, that is kind of weird. But it is uh, it is funny though that he was like, oh, if you're under nine inches, you cannot pleasure women. <laughs> It's I have like, no hope in my life, bro. It's such an <laughs> absurd statement. <laughs> I have no hope in my life. Um, next up is Pink Life, which was a more like of the serious kind of songs. Yeah, I thought this would have fit better on a different project, to be honest. But nothing but positive things to say. I like the end where he's like, this goes out to Steve from Blue's Clues. Find them clues. Heck yeah. Another Earth was the fuck uh, Young Thug. Fuck Young Thug. Fuck Young Thug. Kind of remind me of Lil B. I yeah. threw this one up as a straight one out of ten. It was completely bad across the board. The The concept was not funny enough to even count as parody. Like This was, this was a garbage track. But you remember Lil B's song? Fuck Kevin Durant. Fuck Kevin Durant. Remember that song? Yeah, Lil B did it better. Yeah, but I'm just saying that I feel like that's where I feel inspiration on this one. But, yeah. no, th- this one was a stinker. I mean, all he does is say fuck Young Thug the whole song, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was a stinker. Okay. I Will Get a Vasectomy? Uh, the intro alone, I skipped it. I did not listen to this one. You serious? It's actually really good. It's about not wanting to talk to children because they're stupid. I remember the... Uh... Man, I can look at the lyrics again real quick. But 
I mean, there's a so he says like you know like the idea is that kids are really edgy but in stupid ways. He says when you tell the same racist joke ten times, it's not funny. When you say it, um, when you at least if you're gonna be racist, be original is what he says. Okay, yeah, I'm obviously only glossing over these, but uh, yeah. maybe I judge too soon. And there's a funny little skit at the end where the kid's like, I'm just being ironic, and his dad beats him. He's like, stop, go to bed, it's 9 o'clock. Yeah, but I want to inform the listener that I felt justified skipping this because the opening line is, I just want to show my appreciation to how much I love kids and teens. And that's... that's oh, well, the... the the joke is that he says that because he actually hates them because they're stupid. Okay. Well, then I should It's not about child abuse like that. It's about how kids are stupid and I don't want to talk to them. That's why the song's called I Will Get a Vasectomy. I don't want to have kids. Then the, I, I guess joke, I should have yeah. given it a fair shot, but as, in, as illustrated by my reaction to the Dora the Explorer track. Yeah. I no, was, that one's pretty fucked up. I, I was already like, no. That's a low ball song. <laughs> But no, this one, though, is like, I think has a good point to make. That when kids are edgy, they don't necessarily, you know, they they don't think always. And, they you know, they're just, you remember what it was like to be a teenager, you know? Yeah, barely, but. You know, obnoxious and stupid, you know? I mean, shit, when I started going to school, I thought it was funny to tell people who believed in God that he didn't exist. And they were stupid for thinking that he did. Right, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's just. He's just trying to like point that out. He's he's pointing that out and saying that kids should not come near him. He said, "If you're under if you're under the age of seventeen, do not talk to me." That's what he says. Um, next up for me is Fur. Okay. Which is just a making fun of Peta song. Yeah, I I said that I was starting to get really tired of this album at this point because I had not liked the previous two songs and. This third one felt still low effort. It does um, feel low effort. But the next one doesn't. And exactly. So that one is called Fried Noodles. But fur is like just about fucking with pita. It's like he's like, I got all this fur, I got mammal fur, I got uh crocodile fucking leather and shit, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's just a very easy position to take. Pita yeah. sucks. Yeah. And next up is fried noodles. Official stance of the pod. PETA sucks. I mean, they do. They kill animals, and yet they say they're trying to save them. But no, fried noodles is another 10 out of 10. You know, we're saving it right here toward the end of the album with an absolute banger. Some actual rap. Um, Next up is Goofy's Trial, which is a very funny song. It's really not even a song. It's just a skit. It's entirely a skit, something you don't see on most albums these days. <laughs> the demons told me to. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Goofy. <laughs> I, I did it. Guilty. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey spent a lot of money on this. Yeah. He's got the best lawyers. We're all trying to help you. All you have to do is say. Do you want to go to jail? Do you want to go to a psychiatric ward? No. <laughs> then just say you didn't do it. Say you're not guilty. But I did. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that's just a... That's a pretty good bit. It's kind of funny. It wasn't until I listened to this album that I like actually realized that this is where this content That's where came it came from. from. Yeah. You've heard this before. You've heard this bit. It's one of the best memes that has ever come out. And it's from him. Pink Guy made it. So, you know, I'm let, that's me kissing the ring. Um, and the last song is Be Inspired, 
which is not a good song, but it's fucking hilarious. I just love the, what's wrong with the world, mama? Because <laughs> it's from that Black Eyed Peas song. Oh, my and it's God. just so funny it's, 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 that you say that. Because my main note on this is like, this one just feels like he hates the black eyed peas. <laughs> but it's like, it's drawing on that, that there's a, there's a song in rap where people like try to inspire you about the world and like to be good to people. And he's playing up that, but he, but he just keeps saying, what's wrong with the world, mama? And it's just it's so funny. Yeah, this one just very much gave... I got a feeling, but no, it's it's that it's that song by Black Eyed Peas. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know that one actually. Okay, we'll listen to it. So later. it's like a full parody. It's not a full parody, but it is a parody of the line from that song. Gotcha. I'll I'll play it for you after the episode. But anyway, um, it's just that 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 it wasn't like it was like on a Now CD I had like from 2007. Like oh, it's an old grief. song. It's an old song. Good grief! But the. I I think this that that track is just a good parody of like of of these like inspirational songs that rappers try to put out like we got to help out the world and uplift each other and stuff but he doesn't really like actually parody it he just parodies songs from within the genre um but yeah so that's the whole album yeah, my number one takeaway uh first of all seems like had a monumental impact, not just through the album, but as a content creator in general on the entirety of the internet that we've had to deal with for the past, like, six years. Like, his influence has percolated through, whether you think you're directly influenced by him or you're influenced by somebody who was influenced by him. Like, so much. All the time I would think, oh, I've have seen that through somebody else. So his influence has percolated. This is like actually a monumental uh, societal work in modern pop culture. Wow. Or, or at least internet culture. I would say it's a, it's a funny meme, but don't listen to this album if you are actually horny. It will make you hornier. <laughs> It'll make you think about sex a lot. And sometimes that's not what you want to be doing. But uh, I would say the, the album's very funny to me. Oh, it's a it's a, it's a good time. It's also definitely for a certain type of person. So don't feel pressured to check it out if what we talked about is not necessarily up your alley. Yeah, please. If you're not into edgy things at all, don't listen to it. But um if you're trying to keep it safe in PG, don't listen to this. Great recommend. I think I'm going to do another album as well. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what we end up doing next episode. You're going to tell me. Yeah. It might be a movie if we can agree on a streaming service to watch it on or see what's free on YouTube this week. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, as always, check out the Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Seth underscore Nacho 411. Going live on Mondays. Yeah. Back on that grind. That scholastic grind. So. Yeah. Um, that's not going to stop him from talking to you in the chat. No. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, fuck the haters, man. Do what you're going to do. If someone's hating on you, don't worry about it. Absolutely. Haters are just an indicator that you're on some next level shit. Is that parting shots? Yeah. So my boy Tabasco Sweet said. I miss that dude. I don't know where to find his content these days. 
They're it's uh, it's they're dead now. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, for me, for me, what I would say is, uh, don't ever think that you can't cook. It's not that hard to follow a recipe, and if you want to make something, try it. What's the worst that happens? Um, also, you don't have to use as much heat. You can always add more heat uh, to the element. You can't take heat back, so. Yeah, don't burn your butter. But as always, and well, before I launch into the spiel, thanks for sticking with us for year two. It's been a wild ride. It'll get crazier. The further we get, I'm sure. But I appreciate you being here. As always, drink enough water, get enough sleep, and most importantly, kiss me with your ass.